Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Hi, everyone. My name is Michaela, and I'm going to share with you guys a little bit tonight about my story, um, how my story was in junior high and how it is now, and how baptism has played a great role in my life. So my journey started when I was in seventh grade. I decided to get baptized after going on a mission trip the summer before seventh grade to Dallas, Texas. I actually only went on this trip because it was the only summer event the church was taking that year for my grade. Uh, We weren't going to mix yet, and the camp we had previously gone to had come to an end, so I didn't really know what a mission trip was, but I wanted to go somewhere, so I just signed up and went. Uh, But I've never been so happy with the decision I made in my life. The trip was something I had never experienced before, seeing so many homeless people and hurting and broken people in this area. You know, I had been pretty sheltered living in Web City my whole life, and it was actually pretty shocking. But while I worked long and tiring days in Dallas, I experienced God calling on my life for the first time. One day as we were filling up a dumpster with nasty trash and worn out items that were in this man's yard, uh, we looked over and a homeless man was digging through our dumpster. He, he jumped up and looked at us. So it, it kind of made everyone jump, kind of steer everyone, but I was more shocked that he was finding value in these items that we just thought were disgusting. This event didn't leave my mind for the rest of the trip. It was really humbling seeing someone like this that I just never experienced before. And I felt like God had purposely shown me this so I could see some more of the world, some more of how it really was. So this trip was the first time I ever truly served people. And I realized at that point that I had a greater purpose in life than just focusing on myself. After this trip, however, it wasn't exactly smooth sailing from there on out. I did get baptized as soon as I got back because I felt like it was the first step in going all in for God. But, and I wanted to continue to serve God and be all in, but I felt like being in seventh grade and being in the younger grade in the school, I just didn't know how that looked like. So I wanted to be all in, I, but I didn't know how. So I went through seventh grade, and the next summer I went on another mission trip to Indianapolis. This trip was also really moving and humbling, and I was, again, just getting this call in my life from God. So when I get back to school that fall, I joined FCA and FCA leadership and was trying to live out a Christian life and show them to others. But there was one part in my life where I wasn't all in. I wanted to be a part of this group of girls. I wanted to be friends with them, and they loved to gossip about everyone else in the school. And being in junior high, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know, you're saying it's hilarious when you make fun of someone. And so they liked me as long as I laughed along with them. So I went with it for a while. But there was one experience where I realized, you know, this isn't living out a life to serve God. I was here at the church on a Wednesday night, and uh, we were just chilling out there in the lobby. And some of the girls thought it would be really funny to convince a guy who wasn't so popular liked that uh, one, another girl in the group liked him and wanted him to, you know, ask her out, be his girlfriend. So he works up the courage and, you know, getting lied to the whole time. So he walks up to the girl, 
she's, you know, one of the most well-liked girls in our grade, and he asked her to be his girlfriend, and just like a mean girl in a movie, she laughs in his face and says, why would someone like me ever want to go out with you? And just totally blew him off, and, you know, everyone laughed. So seeing this experience, I just, you know, realized, like, how much you can hurt someone's feelings because he just walked away devastated and so embarrassed, and he didn't come back to Christ Church after that. And he has really struggled to come to church at all, really, because that was one of his first experiences here, and that's how he saw Christians as a whole. Another thing I regretted about this year is not exactly showing them how a Christian lived in this group. Even though they went to church, they didn't exactly believe in God. And I figured, you know, I'd always have more time and would get more comfortable as we got older to tell them about Jesus. But after eighth grade, we really just went our separate ways. So you might think, you know, you always have more time, but a lot of changes do happen when you go into high school and, and you should be taking every opportunity you can to even just be an example to others, you know, like just showing them how to live. After realizing, realizing this, I decided I didn't want to miss such a big opportunity again, and I've really tried hard in high school to be a good example. However, it hasn't been super easy. Being involved in things like cheerleading has put me in a lot of difficult situations of peer pressure, which I'm sure you all will experience too once you get into high school. After winning a big game, everyone will want to come celebrate, and I was always expected to come being a cheerleader, but oftentimes there ended up being drinking involved and and so I would just leave. But it was hard seeing people I grew up with putting themselves in these negative situations. So eventually I just had to make the decision not to go to these celebration parties anymore. It was really hard to feel left out. But I knew I was doing what God wanted for my life. And I wanted to be all in. Making this decision not only helped me with my own walk with, with God. Because people were no longer trying to influence me. But it also I was also leading by example and showing others that it's really not that big of a deal to be at every event in high school. High school has always also been challenging by staying focused on God with everything else going on. Like I said, I've been involved in cheerleading, along with show choir, track soccer, and many school clubs that make me be at the school early and stay late. Sometimes I'd be completely overloaded with homework with difficult classes as well, and it was hard to keep God my number one focus through all of this. And there were times when I would fall out of focus, but everything was a lot harder when he wasn't my main focus in life. I would be more stressed and overwhelmed with trying to get a paper written or my math homework done when I had a game that night or a show choir, show choir competition. It would, I would just feel like I couldn't handle it all. And there's something you, you guys probably will go through too if you're involved like I was. But when I realized I wasn't, when I was handling things the wrong way and, and I would refocus myself on God, everything always got a lot easier because my main focus was in the right spot. It's been a struggle to constantly remind, remind myself of what's most important, but I couldn't have gotten through it, all these things successfully, if I hadn't come back to God every time. Through all of this responsibilities and stress, he has always been there and never wavered. So the now, now that high school is coming to an end for me, I'm moving on to the next step in my life, which is college. I am going to the University of Arkansas this fall, where I'll be planning, majoring in biology, which is going to be a pretty big time commitment and... Um, commitment. It was hard making a college choice because everyone wanted to put an opinion in on where I should go, but once I stopped and listened to God, the decision was really clear. And I've realized through this that making big decisions during your life, you just have to give to God 
and he will just show you the right path to take. So when applying for college and also applying for scholarships, you have to write a lot of essays. And often the prompts are, tell us why you're going to impact the world or change the world, or tell us about your goals in life. So I really had to sit down and think about how I am going to make an impact. But because of these mission trips I've gone on, I feel like I've had an advantage to figuring out what I wanted to do with my life earlier than other people. I've, al I've always known I wanted to do something in medicine, but going on mission trips has shown me that there is so much more you can do with your life to let yourself, if you let yourself have the opportunity. I want to go to medical school and become an emergency room doctor, but I don't want to stop there. I feel like God has put a calling on my life to take medical mission trips to third world countries to give medical care to people who otherwise would not have any access to medical care. I am looking forward to these upcoming opportunities and just really being all in with God in the next step of my life. If there's one thing I could leave you with, it would be that if you make God the focus of your life, even through everything crazy going on in your next couple of years in high school, as you move into high school, um, God is always going to be there and help you get through any situation if you just let him. Once you go on in, God can do amazing things with your experiences in high school, and that's something you should truly take advantage of. What's up, guys? So you guys see how many of you are out there? It's, it's quite a bit. So I started coming to this church to where only about the number of people in this room is how many was in the whole congregation, about 250-ish. So I've been a Christian most of my life. I've always grown up here at Christ Church. Uh, my family's Christian, my sister goes to a Christian college, and we've always just been, been around Christ. Uh, when I was younger, I would always go to all the camps like Mix and Maranatha, and after one of those, I really, I really felt that God, I felt the presence of God, and I really wanted to explore it more. So I took some classes and met with some adults, and I ended up uh, getting baptized after that, and one of the big questions after I got baptized was, what's my next step? What do I, what do, I do after this? Which, being younger, I know it's a little difficult to, to just go out and find stuff, but I really found that developing in Christ really happened with me through the youth group and through uh, D group. Some of, the, some of my D group guys are going to be lifelong friends, and We've really had some really great moments that have built our lives up in Christ, and it's, it really means a lot, just how much they spend time with you and how much your leaders really do, uh, how much they do for you and how much time they invest in your lives. So really be thankful for that because it's really been one of the impacting things in my life. So to recap, uh, really D Group is one of the, uh, I feel, one of the best ways to really get involved and dig deeper into Jesus and uh, knowing him. So some of you are coming up into junior high, some of you are going into high school. It, well, my high school experience, uh, it really hasn't been the best. Um, my freshman year in high school, uh, I was really, I was severely bullied. And uh, I mean, people would just call me names and oh, you're fat, oh, you suck, oh, oh, you do all these things, you're bad at this. But when it really got to when they would physically 
hit me and when they shoved me down and when they kicked me and when they spit on me. It, it really, it, it's not a good situation. It, it wasn't, it really hurt me a lot. I ended up moving high schools. Uh, I go to a college high Christian school now and it's been a great experience for me to really grow in Christ and make friends and stuff. But the thing I realized when, when you're on the ground, when you're getting beat up, when people are calling you names, when you're getting bullied, I mean, when there's no one there to give you a hand, when your grades may not be good, when you don't have very many friends, you know who's always there? God is. The Holy Spirit is. He's always there to give you a hand, and he's always there to talk with you. Along with that point, one of my hardest struggles through high school was dealing with forgiveness. Really forgiving those who had bullied me was a, a really big struggle of mine. and took me years to really forgive those who bullied me. So I'd probably say in high school, some of the biggest struggles and some of the things you would want to keep up with is really remember that God is always there for you. He's always by your side. And remember to forgive others because God's forgiven you. So I know many, like I said, some of you are going into high school and moving on, next chapter in life. Well, my next chapter in life is looking at colleges and looking at if I want to work or if I want to do that sort of stuff. So I'm, I haven't chose any colleges or where I'm going to go, but um, I'm really... I'm really praying that God, this summer that God will really show me the right path to take because if if you rely if you rely on Christ he really will help you uh, so just when you guys when you guys are transitioning from junior high or, or from high school just remember that there may it, it may be scary it may be it may be this it may be that but Really remember that God is always there and that God has written the next chapter in your life and that he knows your plans. Thanks. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.